You're listening to Sunny Side Up, a bite-sized podcast that brings you real-world insights that help go-to-market professionals evolve and stay up-to-date on the latest trends. Join us as we share best practices and proven techniques from industry experts and practitioners. Today's episode is made possible by Demand Matrix. Demand Matrix helps you complete your data stack with technographic, intent, and revenue potential data to help you accelerate revenue. Thanks for listening. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Sunny Side Up. I'm your host, Anoop. Today, I'm super excited to talk to Ashton Moran on the evolution of executive search. Our guest for today, Ashton, is General Manager Executive Search at Bullhorn. He brings to the table almost 15 years of retained search industry and technology experience. He joined Invenius by Bullhorn in 2013 to pioneer its North American growth strategy as their first U.S. hire. Through deep market and technical expertise, Ashton has helped global firms and boutiques transform their businesses through the use of technology and is now responsible for leading global sales and strategic account management functions at Invenius by Bullhorn. Ashton, super excited to talk to you today. Welcome to the show. Anoop, thank you so much for having me. It's really great to be here. Awesome. So how would you describe the evolution of the executive search industry in the last decade? I mean, it has gone through tremendous change. How would you summarize that? Yeah, it's it's funny. I I would say just the same thing. It has gone through tremendous uh, changes. And it, a lot of the catalyst has been around technology, around data as well. I, I think I, I point to four things really for, right? I remember coming into the industry about 15 years ago and LinkedIn was just coming out. And I remember a couple of, of executive recruiters at the time saying that they would never use LinkedIn because the people who were going into the platform and signing up for profiles were far too junior, which was completely understandable at the time. But that shifted a whole lot. And the data that was generally proprietary for search firms has become largely commoditized to that extent of understanding people's names, where they're at today, their career history. And uh, so the value proposition has shifted a bit. And uh, I guess we can dive into that a little bit more. But the other thing has been legislation around data privacy that ties in with some of the data commoditization piece, but that's changed a lot of behaviors within the organization as well. Executive search is all about people. Recruitment staffing is all about people. And so retaining their information and having business models that support legislation to maintain it within specific parameters and specific regions, I mean, that, that's, that's been huge as well. And I'd say also, you know, the social justice piece, mm-hmm. right? In the last couple of years, diversity and now equity and inclusion so that everybody has a level playing field uh, within corporations and within society in general uh, has made a significant impact in executive search and how they deliver their services uh, is, as well. And the final thing I'd say, which sounds a bit cheesy, but um, it's made a real impact too, is the mobile device. Mm-hmm. Right. You know how people engage with technology, their psychology around uh, responsiveness, around a whole lot of components. Again, dating myself here, but I remember when I first came into the industry, there was a conference that I attended and a gentleman pulled up his iPhone and he said, this is the most entertaining thing. And he's like flicking through. And he said, but I will never use it for business. How has, How time, has time shifted? A new, right? Like, you know, everybody does. Yeah. Now it's iPhone, Android, you know, any other platform, 
Smartphones are the thing that drive our lives today, right? I know that for me, for example, you know, when I have upcoming appointments, this little thing pops up on my phone saying, you've got an appointment to, to get ready for. And, and that helps me stay organized. And so, you know, the idea of, of mobile devices and how that's transformed transform lives has had a significant impact on how search work actually is delivered and, and how partners and consultants get to work together, collaborate, even if they're not sat in the office, which has been um, a, a bit different these last couple of, uh, these last few months due to the pandemic. But nonetheless, it's, it's changed the game a whole lot. True. I hope that wasn't too verbose. No, not at all. It's uh, interesting to hear from you. You know, the HR, uh, the executive search industry for that matter, has been in a constant state of evolution. Mm-hmm. So nothing is static. It's completely dynamic. Absolutely. In your experience, what was the biggest change that you saw happen in this industry? And what was the trigger behind it? Yeah, I'd, I'd say, you know, the, the, the trigger happened March of 2020, right? That changed how we all look at business, how we all understand what it is to, uh, to, to be collaborative in a digital manner. For example, you know, within executive search, face-to-face meetings with finalist candidates, with, with partners, face-to-face meetings with, um, uh, with the search firm's clients who will be the future employer of a candidate, that's huge. I mean, you know, you're, you are hiring an executive that's going to make incredibly strategic decisions in a business. And what happened to those face-to-faces, right? They had to be eliminated for the greater good. And businesses had to find a way to, to work around that and to build a level of, I'll put this in air quotes, kind of like virtual and digital trust to, to be able to you know onboard key executives in, in a business. So I'd say that alone had a significant impact, a significant shift. Partners and, and, and consultants in a search firm relied so heavily on you know meeting people on site shaking hands doing business uh, in terms of prospecting in terms of candidate interviews as i mentioned before and that all shifted even going into the office and tapping on somebody's shoulder perhaps look for uh, help them look for some information on individuals that shifted right you as a partner and a consultant in business, you know, learning to be self-reliable to the extent of, you know, I'm going to dive into technology and I'm going to get that telephone number, get that resume. I'm going to, to build my own dossier for all intents and purposes to be able to go into this call is, is something that we've seen a lot more of in the last several months. Again, because we've all been, and I'll put this in air quotes as well, siloed from one another in, in the physical sense. I, I, I take note of our increase in usage from the partner and consultant level across the board. We have about a thousand customers on the Invenius platform today. Mm-hmm. And, and at that level, usually the adoption rates were a little bit lower, which is typical in any business, right? The most senior folks in the business have others to help them with some of the administrivia of a platform. But what we've seen is that a segment of users, again, have increased in usage just because of the nature of being at home, being isolated to, to that extent or pseudo isolated because they still continue interactions through like email and Slack and Teams and so on and so forth. But but that's been, again, a significant shift. The pandemic brought about a whole lot of changes. And I'm sure you saw that in your space as well. Totally. So it's never going to be the same again. That's what I can see. Things yeah. have shifted. 
drastically. Yeah, it changed. It, absolutely. I was looking at this uh, at this article today around uh, new normals, mixing in big organizations now moving from the model where everybody was in the office five days a week to to now implementing on a more routine basis this hybrid model where you come in a couple of days a week, but you're working from home as well. Uh, because people have proven that they can be productive from home. But that's a whole different conversation. There has been a significant shift for, <laughs> for sure. And and we're seeing that in our space. Totally. So this is something on the industry side. Now, I want to uh, get your views on stuff on the management side. As a general manager, what is your take on leading multiple teams and the challenges you face on a regular basis? Mm-hmm. I mean, post-pandemic or pre-pandemic as well, there have been challenges. Look, how has it differed and how do you deal with it? Yeah. So they, at Bullhorn, there are five core values that every employee really lives by. And it's around ownership, speed and agility, it's service, and most of all, it's being human, right? And and I, I feel like that in itself really covers any kind of flaw in the team or any kind of challenges that 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 arise so on a day in day out here's here's what i do i'm focusing on on return on investment for strategic initiatives also focusing on you know the executing of those strategic initiatives return on investment that we had planned for so i have the distinct pleasure of working across leaders in product support engineering marketing sales, so on and so forth, in, in order to get stuff done and to continue to drive innovation in the product, to continue to offer the best services to, to our clients. And in that process, you know, there, there will be challenges, right? Infrastructure-wise, are there processes in the business that support some of these ideas? Infrastructure in terms of product, you know, is, does the product have all the back-end tools to deliver on some of these strategic initiatives? And again, cross-functionally, it, it, takes, it takes a bit to make sure that everybody's engaged and everybody's aligned. So we're consistently forming cross-functional teams on our side to, to deliver on these strategic initiatives. And I've got to say, Anoop, I come to work every single morning and I'm excited, man. I'm pumped up about the things that we're doing, how we're innovating, some of the stuff that we're putting out for, for customers and how we're just, you know, I, I genuinely feel like we're, we're changing how um, executive search firms run their business in the most positive way by empowering them with with technology. So going back to the original question about how I get to work with multiple teams and and some of the challenges I face, I I think the five core principles that Bullhorn has for every single employee, and I'd say actually that the employee drives, they're really critical to making stuff happen. So regardless of the challenge that comes up, you overcome it through speed and agility, through ownership, and most of all, through being human. So we're all trying to work towards one single goal, there's a phrase within Bullhorn that we use, uh, run is one, and uh, and that's what we do. We join arms, we run is one, figure it out, and make stuff happen. So does that answer your question? Yes. Okay. In fact, even we have uh, something of a similar state. We win as a team. Yeah. It's all for one. All, that's exactly it. You know, if have each other's backs, right? True. And, and again, I, I think that Bullhorn, I've, I've seen that time and time again. And I'm not a Bullhorn native in that sense. I came into Bullhorn through an acquisition. So Invinius was its own product, you know, starting in 2007, and we were acquired. I joined the business in 2013, as, as you noted, as the first U.S. hire. But in 2018, the business was acquired by Bullhorn. 
And I had the, the opportunity to go through that integration process into Bullhorn. And of course, moving from a 75 person business into a 1500 person business has its challenges, right? Truth. But everybody's working towards that same goal, that same vision of, all right, we're all coming together and we're running as one. So if we were able to overcome that and get through it and be at a place right now where we're really driving value for customers and, and making sure every employee's engaged, I think everything else is a piece of cake from there to a certain extent. I hope you get the gist of what I'm saying here. Yeah, I, I get the gist. Amazing. Yeah. So I would like to talk about Invenius. So what does Invenius bring to the table and what are you trying to change in this industry? Yeah. So we have this idea at, at Invenius that executives change the world and Invenius plays a part in that in terms of connecting the executive matchmaker and the executive with the, with the right companies that, uh, that they'll get to lead one day. And so I feel like, you know, just having that kind of high level vision really drives a lot of the decisions that, that we make as, as a business. So when I think about the future and the innovation of, of Invenius, I mean, let me take a step back for a moment. We are the leading number one platform for executive search firms, hands down, point blank. And, and I feel like we're, we're in a really strong position to continue building innovation, continue building on a certain functionalities for different user groups. And I think also shifting the mindsets of executive search firms and how they utilize technology in their day-to-day activities. So when, when I think about what, what lies ahead in the future, and you'll probably need to attend our event on October 6th, it's a half-day event. You can go to our website and, and register for free to, to come by. But um, we're going to, to launch a couple of, uh, not a couple, we're going to launch quite a, a few updates in that virtual summit that is going to be, I think is going to be quite exciting for the industry to hear what's, what's happening. Amongst them, you know, how do you remove the historic isolation of the executive search platform and start speaking into other solutions, start to, to think about how do we respond to those social justice uh, initiatives that organizations are really taking ownership of through diversity, equity, and inclusion? How do we start thinking about automation in the platform and not automation in the sense that it replaces the human touch because executive search is all about people to people relationships, right? Super high touch industry, but how do we start to chip away at the things that take 17 clicks to do or a few minutes to run and they're pure administrative that can be run in an automated fashion in the background. Like those are the kinds of things that we're positioned really well to start tackling. And, And again, need to come out to the October 6th event to hear a bit more about how we're tackling those uh, those issues with, in, in the Invenius product. So I, I know it's a bit vague there, Anoop, but hopefully it gives a little flavor of, of what we're targeting and what we're trying to do. Definitely. I surely check out the virtual summit. Yeah, sounds good. Come on by. We, we'd love to have you. Sure. Of course, I'll be there. <laughs> so when we're talking about innovation, now, obviously the industry has gone through a lot of change. It has evolved due to multiple innovations. Yeah. According to you, what could be the next great innovation in hiring? And when do you think that would become a reality? Yeah. So I mentioned a couple of bits that I think are, are pretty near-term things to support diversity, equity, and inclusion initiatives, the automation of uh, administrative processes. 
But I think like kind of nirvana for me would be to get some machine learning and AI into placement data, into some onboarding data and have that feed into the decision-making process when it comes to evaluating which candidate is the best candidate for the, for the role. So executive search firms have done a terrific job of assessing individuals based on their competencies for any given role and align it with the requirements of, of the role. And that's really the, a, a strong value proposition of, of the executive search firm is understanding the depth of the profile of the individual to be able to provide that kind of narrative and insight to their, to their client. I think taking a further leap into the information that can be collected that's out there that just needs some connecting of the dots, specifically around, you know, for example, this person was placed in this specific role. They've been there for three years. And in three years, uh, the business has taken off in this specific way in the area that this executive has led. Right now, that information exists out there somewhere. But again, the connecting of the dots and being able to assess that performance and bring it back to an evaluation where this person's being considered for the next role in their career, in their journey, you know, being able to tie those dots together, I think will be will be quite interesting. When that's going to happen, I'm going to be ambiguous here. I don't know when that will happen. I think it's going to take a lot of data to make it possible. But but then again, it could come sooner than could come within the next three years could come within the next five years. I think you never know <laughs> wherever I pop the dot. It's it, it really is just just a guess. But things change like that. Right. As it did with mobile phones, as it did with LinkedIn, you know, as it's done with with legislation, as it did with a pandemic. So once things start shifting that way, we'll be able to respond to that and be able to address it in the product. And I'm excited for those days. But when that's going to happen, I wish I had a crystal ball because I think those are exciting times. You never know. All it takes is a trigger event for the entire industry to pivot. You never know. Yeah, th- exactly the case. Could happen three years from now, could happen six months from now. That's it. That's it. So if there is a trigger event for it, or if it's um, slowly rolled out in the market, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be ready for it, for sure. So Bullhorn, and I haven't mentioned you know much about our parent organization, but Bullhorn's a it's a 1500 person business. It's continuing to grow. It's the largest staffing and recruitment provider in, in, in its space. So I, I feel like, you know, Invinius being associated and within that family of, of products, like something comes up in the search industry and we can respond really quickly because of that. So when it comes time to do the machine learning and the AI and start to incorporate that in the um, hiring process, I'm looking forward to it because we'll be ready. Exciting times ahead. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. So, Ashley, is there a book, blog, or a newsletter, or a website that you would recommend to our listeners that they could look up on? Yes. If you don't mind, I would share two books. Sure. Awesome. Yeah. One of them that I feel changed my life in, in how I look at leadership, how I engage others for thinking through strategic initiatives, decision-making process, and so on and so forth, is Radical Candor by Kim Scott. What a fantastic book. If you haven't read it and you're a leader, pick it up. To me, it's a must-have. The, the other one is less about leadership in that sense, but, but a whole lot about the executive search industry gives some really great insight. It's a book by Joseph Daniel Kuhl called Deciding Who Leads. It offers some really great perspective into what happens in executive search, 
how search consultants really think about the folks that they're evaluating for the role, how they present them to clients and, you know, what that whole process looks like. So Joseph Daniel McCool has done a really good job of outlining that. So if you're looking to become more familiar on the executive search side, I would definitely start with Joseph Daniel McCool's um, deciding. I know it's not one, it's two, <laughs> because I can't make up my mind, Anoop. But hopefully that that puts people in, in the right direction, you know? No worries. Two is always better than one. Yeah. More knowledge, the better. <laughs> I agree. It's They're just really good books. And I feel like it's made an impact in my life, both of those books. And, you know, hopefully it can positively impact someone else as well. True. Are there any three individuals in B2B tech or GTM teams that you would like to recommend we bring on to the show? Yeah, absolutely. One of the folks I work with every day, his name is Jonathan Novich. He's the SVP of product for a number of Bullhorn products, including Invenius. He also oversees the Bullhorn for Salesforce initiative, which is quite cool. And the VMS initiative, which is um, vendor management system for staffing and requisitions and all that. But I think, you know, Jonathan Novich is uh, so personable, one of the smartest people I've met. And, um, and he's uh, just a, a class act altogether. So I, I think Jonathan would be would be great to interview. There's another former colleague and friend, Richard Harrison, who was the CTO of a business now called Toka, which is they're building workflow automation through clicks and not code. And it's some of the stuff that he's doing is so, so interesting. He was the co-founder of Invenius prior to the acquisition and really interesting fellow to, to speak with. And, and again, just a really decent human being. And, and then finally, I have a, a friend in the executive search space who is the CIO of one of the largest search firms out there. I admire him greatly. His name is Breck Armstrong. He's always thinking about, you know, what's next when it comes to technology, when it comes to data and um, conversation with, with Breck is, is never, ever a dull one. It's always exciting, engaging, just because he's a really engaging individual as well. I look up to Breck. So, so those are the three folks, uh, Jonathan, Richard, and, and Breck, for sure. Definitely. I'm going to try and get them on the podcast very soon. Yeah. <laughs> and, and let them know. Let them know, you know, Ashton shamelessly plugged you and he asked me to stalk you and, and they'll be all right with that. Cool. So Ashton, for our listeners, what is the best way to get connected with you after this record in case any of them have any queries and stuff like that? What's the best way for them to ping you? Yeah. So look, I'm on LinkedIn. Feel free to look me up, Ashton Moran over at Bullhorn. I'm happy to connect. Just send me a quick note uh, as to why you're sending the invite, because I, I like to understand, you know, who I'm clicking accept for, but nonetheless, Go ahead and uh, shoot me an invite. Just say you, you heard and you listen in on the podcast. You like to, to chat a bit or just like to connect. I'd love to connect. The other one, go to Invenius.com. That, if you're interested in the technology, because we've got a whole lot of information on the site. As I mentioned before, there's this October 6th event coming up that you can click into register as well. So um, uh, there are a couple of ways to, to, to reach me and, um, and I'd, I'd love to engage. Awesome. So I'm sure some of our listeners would definitely reach out to you with some queries, some interesting stuff. Excellent. Um, I'm ready for it. Bring it on. 
Thank you for being part of our show. And I really enjoyed speaking to you today. Anu, pleasure was mine. Thank you so much for having me. Looking forward to next time. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Sunny Side Up. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review us and share these insights with your peers.